Welcome everyone to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado. Need more energy. Come on. Nah, man. I mean, we're talking about a fun topic, but it's one that just pisses me off royally. Oh, okay. Uh, it's uh, commonly held misconceptions. You doing this because of the Empire guy? No. This week? No, Mis- I, misconceptions. I mean, that's not really a misconception. It's more Jesse, of a yeah. misconstruing a story. Well, it's a little misconception. You know, it's actually technically a conspiracy. Oh, did you hear? Um, I just read uh, before coming up here. Uh, the FBI found out that he wrote the letter to himself. Uh, and he paid the two guys <laughs> to do it to him. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh talk about! Uh, I think they took a, they, like uh, when the first when the story first broke, they're like, "No, we'd never take him off the show." And like after after everything, Fox was like, "Yeah, he's uh, he's being written out." Yeah, of course he is. I mean, if it was true. And there really was a hate crime of that. Oh much. man, they would have kept him on. They would have made it his own show. Oh my god, yeah, he would have had his own talk show. He would have been the new Ellen. Yeah, like everyone. Because that is like felt bad because that was like horrific. What yeah, you that's described. that is a serious. I mean, that is that is a real. That's almost an Emmett Till kind of uh, hate crime right there. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, lynching someone and soaking them in bleach supposedly. Yeah, yeah chemicals. Yeah. For being gay and black, I guess they Ooh. did need two things. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be a hate crime towards one or the other, and then he could be like, "Well, I don't really know which one they hated the, mo- the most." It's true, but uh, <laughs> apparently they didn't hate anything. He hated himself or something. I don't know why you would. Why would know. you? Why, would you ever make up a story like that? Yeah, to oh, try well, to I mean, garner like, sympathy or something, or try to no get your name. I think he's a like I don't know anything about him. No, I mean like at the end of the day, I there's I think people always say you know no press is bad press. Yeah, this no is some pretty fucking bad publicity. bad publicity. This is some bad publicity. To I don't be know though. I think like in a month or two, there. people are gonna forget the what happened and just remember the name. Like, oh, that guy from yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's the one who faked that lynching, right? You'll have one of the, that's like, what he's gonna be party, remembered for. You know, Mussolini's Mussolini's not remembered for making uh, prisoners of war drink gasoline and motor oil until they fucking died. You know, he's remembered for the trains uh, running on time. This that's guy's true. gonna re- be remembered for faking a lynching. I heard that. Um, Italy is known, or Mussolini was known for the trains running on time. But I feel like you're going to be like one of the, like, say that you're in a party of like 30 people, right? Like, you're all having a good time. You're like, oh yeah, let's watch Empire. And, you, and everyone's watching Empire, and they're all having a good time. Like, oh man, that one guy's a really good actor. And then like one guy out of the 30 people, well actually, he faked a lynching. You're like, I feel like is, that would happen. And everyone's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was a really good actor. <laughs> well, apparently not. It even transcended the screen. Like uh, Most people saw right through it right away. They're like, what? In Chicago, like not that it doesn't happen, but it's like, but still in the, t- in to the, you, in the middle of the city, to a like, very publicly noteworthy person who's already talking about well, it. Well, I feel like it's he he let it slip because he because uh, he was trying to boast himself, right? He's like, hey, Empire, like he's the whole main sh- part of the show. Never watch a show. I don't know anyone who has, and I assume racists don't watch a show either. Probably not. So, it's about successful black people, so I would yeah, like think they would hate it. Yeah, like how would these people even know who he is? I. Mm. I don't know. Maybe he was. That uh, was the major nail in the coffin for me. That didn't. I when I first heard the story and they're yelling Empire, Empire. I'm like, who's wearing a MAGA hat and watching Empire? Really? That's a good point. Um, so I actually have this book here. I really love this book. It's called uh, The Book of General Ignorance. Ooh, Everything. Who's it, who's it by? Uh, it's by John Lloyd and John Mitchinson. Nice. Um, now it's a New York Times bestseller, and um, it's not that hard to become that. No, not really. You have to just sell like. 2000 books in like a month. Well, that's still pretty fucking impressive. I'm just saying if you get a, a pu- if you get a book published, Especially I can't imagine came out in 2006. Well, yeah, 2006 is probably it was, even less it was, than. Yeah, it was height of reading time. 
sucked. <laughs> that, was, that was before the Kindle came out with their new screen that looks yeah, like paper. The nuke, yeah. Oh, oh, do they? Yeah, the Kindle. The Kindle before like it was sometime like oh four, oh five, maybe oh six, where they they changed the Kindle from being like an LED backlit mm-hmm. screen to being that natural paper backlit, so it doesn't harm your eyes with the Blu-rays. I hate Blu-rays. Yeah, me too. Um, but it's really great. I mean, it's got I mean too many things for me to cover, but. Really, I mean, there's Jesus. So we're uh, we're going to educate the audience, is what you're saying? Because this Wild Wasteland, at the end of the day, it's an educational podcast. It really is. You tune in, you learn something. You might not have wanted to learn what you learned, but you learned something. You take something away from this, of course. So I mean, I gotta wonder: Do you want like what kind of a topic are you looking for? I got a uh, man. Religious, I would love to hear something about World War II. Something about World War II, because that's always something that people. People like tuning into World War Two, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, any, uh, any, any, because uh, everyone's always like, "Well, if Hitler would have would have would have pushed the Russians back to Moscow, he would have he would have taken over Russia and won the war or something." Well, Is that uh, one of those. Cause <laughs> that's complete bullshit, by the way. Oh yeah, well, I mean, my favorite little conspiracy is actually that the reason that Napoleon and Hitler and other leaders have uh, decided Russia? to go into Russia. Yeah. Um, is because they're looking for the Spear of Destiny that supposedly Constantine was the last one to own. Right, and, and Russia has this. Supposedly. Okay, um, that's, that's why they're doing so well. Well, that's why they, everyone marches into Russia. There's really nothing to gain by going into Russia besides fucking Siberia. Yeah, that's really a stupid move. But they're like, looking for that mythical spear, the one that uh, stabbed Jesus in the ribs. Yeah, no. And uh, supposedly the myth and lore behind it is that whoever possesses it will be unstoppable on the battlefield. Right, just like the pick of Destiny, the Tenacious D movie. Yeah, then they're going like, to be unstoppable on the rock battlefield. Yeah, like you're just like awesome at guitar, you get the Spear of Destiny, you're just awesome... At killing. At spearing people. <laughs> like, they're just killing them anytime. Yeah. Um, let's no, see. that's cool. I do have uh, a couple on a couple in here on World War II. Uh, nice. Uh, was Hitler a vegetarian? Um, which nation invented the concentration camps? Uh, in what year did World War II end? Okay, and let me answer. Uh, he was a vegetarian. America invented the concentration camps, and because uh, we in no wait, did we? No, our oh. internment camps were way later. No, it was during World War Two. We interned uh, Asian people. Yeah, yeah, but after we're like, we're like getting those fucking camps, Asian guys. You know, it's super interesting. What is super interesting? The uh, the actually the the National Party, which is the Nazis of Germany. Yeah, the National Socialist Party. Yeah, you know they. You know how they um created their laws and governing rules about how to treat Jews, right? Probably from the way that Americans treated black people. You just hit the nail on the head. They literally used our Jim Crow, law. our Jim Crow laws. Yeah. And they kind of tweaked them here and there to give the Jews less rights. And, yeah, they used our Southern racism as a basis for their anti-Semitism. Yeah. Um, but let's see, was Hitler a vegetarian? No. Oh, shit. <laughs> It w- it's a good story. Uh, the 20th century's worst dictator in the uh, with the blood of tens of millions on his hands was too fa- fastidious and sentimental or cranky to eat meat. It's just regularly trotted out um, illogically. Uh, but, you know, it was a good argument against vegetarianism. Yeah, Unfortunately, it's not true. That's crazy because this uh, this is propagated even to today. You know, like people are like, "Oh, he was a vegetarian. He was a he he loved animals." Yeah, I, I, mean, he I hear also... all these weird things about like <laughs> defending Hitler. I'm just like, he killed he killed like 10 million people. He also was like a serious heroin addict. No meth. They were all Both. on meth. Uh, that was the way that th- that was a lot of people speculate how 
uh, the Germans were able to take the uh, Zwarland and all these other stuff, like pretty much invaded France. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had his soldiers doing meth, but he had a specific doctor that would give him his regimen of meth and heroin and opium. And I mean, the guy was cracked out all the time. Sounds like a cool guy. Yeah. You know, Jim Jones, same thing. Really? Yeah. Meth and crack. Wow. That's what. You know, uh, Rob Ford? Sunglasses, yeah. Rob Ford, what about him? Yeah. Cracking uh, meth. Jeez. Sadly, he died of a heart attack. Rob Ford. (laughs) Not Henry Ford? No. Like the ex mayor of. Vancouver. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy was awesome. The fat guy. I yeah, love, he was I a love recreational him. meth head. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so was the um, the mayor of Washington D.C. for a long time. But have you ever seen that video of like the mayor of Washington D.C. doing crack? Oh yeah. Um. So it's it's really funny because actually with with Hitler supposedly being a vegetarian, yeah, multiple multiple bi- uh, biographers, included including those who knew him personally. Oh. Uh, recorded his passion for Bavarian sausages, uh, game pies. See, yeah, that's what. And I was according say. to his personal chef, stuffed pigeon. Yeah, there's no such thing as a German vegetarian. Because no, have you I ever mean, have you ever eaten at a German place? I oh, know yeah. you're Jewish. Oh yeah, I've been to Germany a couple times. They, okay. I mean, it's all potatoes and meat. But you got funny. potatoes. You got uh, you got the spatzel. You got uh, oh yeah, and, love, and meat. That's, I love some good spatzel. Yeah, everything else is just meat. Yeah. What else? Well, so Hitler was actually uh, supposedly. Plagued by chronic flatulence, um, and so his doctors regularly <laughs> recommended that he should go on a vegetarian diet. Um, he oh, also received nice. regular injections of a high protein serum derived from pulverized bull testicles. Okay, uh, and that's Any a long way. <laughs> Does it say why? No, what? I'm sure for testosterone and something like that. He that's... probably had some weird doctor that was like, "This is going to make you invincible." Yeah, and then he gets like a rhino horn, just like snort this. Yeah, they crush it up and snort it. You're like the worst doctor in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there's actually no evidence in his speeches or writings uh, that he was even sympathetic towards vegetarians. Um, well, he he did love dogs. Yeah, not 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 a single one of his lieutenants was a vegetarian. Uh, in fact, he was far more likely to have criminalized vegetarians along with uh, <laughs> <laughs> everybody along with people else who speak out. Uh, no, like literally everybody. Like, have you ever seen like how they like how the the patches the swastika patches worked? Because yeah. like it was the Jews, and then it was the homosexuals. Yeah, and then gypsies. The, L- and the cripples. Yeah. No, it went into like 50 different things. It's the most insane thing. Like, in each swastika had a different color. Mm-hmm. Like, They're if you were like, Jewish, it was, I, it I don't was know, yellow. Like yellow. And then gay was pink, I guess, because that's, uh, I don't know if that's even true. Because everything, literally everything you read in a history book, you should take with a grain of salt, even if it's said by a professor. Yeah. Because even this book, I don't know, like maybe he was a veg. I don't even know now. No, I mean, he I'm was confused. not vegetarian. Oh, um, According to this, to 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 skip one one of these, uh, the nation which actually invented the concentration camp was not Germany. A lot of people believe it was Britain, oh. but it was actually the Spanish. Oh, during the Spanish Inquisition. Of no, course. it was uh, during the Second Boer War of eight, from eighteen ninety nine to nineteen o two. Ah, the Boer War. I yeah. remember that well. Uh, they actually they <clears throat> they first used them to uh, control, like they they set them up in Cuba in eighteen ninety five mm. to control the population of the Boer. Uh, well, of people, of people. Oh God! And so when the when the U.S. stepped in, uh, they exerted military influence on the island, and then in '59, Castro used that to take over the whole thing. Wait, so the Americans came in and made more concentration camps? No, no, no. They were trying to take over and actually own Cuba, and in that yeah, they, move and they that were push, pretty good with that too. Yeah, they almost had it. Yeah, in in that big push, that's when Castro got all the people together and was like, "We're not having another massive country come in and stomp on us like yeah. they did with those concentration camps." 
So, so he took over. So yeah, we're done with these big guys cr- coming and crushing us. So I'm going to crush you for the next fifty years. <laughs> Get me some mojitos. Wow. Yeah, that, that's that was his drink. I think so. Yeah. Mojitos and ice cream. Weird combination. He loved ice cream so much that they put like a ice cream factory or ice cream place like next to, oh, next to or inside the Capitol building. That's awesome. He was like, I love ice cream. Man. I'm sure in Cuba where it's hot as fuck all the time, ice cream's the best thing in the oh, world. Oh, man, can you imagine just like driving a night? Like this is 2000, okay? Before 9-11, right? You're in Cuba. You're wearing a, a fucking- a cool shirt. I don't know. F- you know, a button up. Yeah. Undone with only yeah. one button up. Like you. Yeah. Like you're fucking pit bull walking through Miami. And you're just driving a 1957 Chevy. You feel so cool. And you've got you the donkeys. Nice soft serve cone. Yeah. And the donkeys are pulling you because there's no gas. And there's no gas in Cuba. So they have these donkeys pulling you, and you just look so cool. And all the women are like, "Man, I really like that guy. He's got it going on. Like a red convertible '57 Chevy, ice cream cone. Nothing's better." Hmm. So, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is pretty interesting, actually. <clears throat> the uh, the the belief that World War Two ended in 1945. Okay, did it not with, end in 1945? No, no, it actually ended in 1990. So oh, the, because of some stupid so peace treaties. Peace treaties were signed uh, with uh, Italy, Romania, Hungary. Bulgaria and Finland in 1950. All of the allies, except for the USSR, signed a treaty with Japan in 51. Austria waited until 55 uh, to regain its sovereignty. And then Germany, however, was divided between the Western powers. Yeah. Um, And so the first celebration of German reunification on October 3rd, 1990, marks the official end of World War II. Okay, yeah, because Germany was split. For everyone that doesn't know, Germany was split into East and West. The, uh, The East was controlled by, you know... De- democracy and love and money and the west was controlled by this terrible thing known as the soviet union yeah and uh and berlin is where the uh it was most felt of course because there was a wall going through the middle of the city yeah a wall just because before uh the wall didn't go up the day after the no, day after the, world war ii it, no it the came wall up like 10 10 15 years later well that and also there were like nine or ten different versions of the wall yeah it was a long wall well, it was originally just uh, two fences with a no man's land in between. Yeah, and then they put like barbed wire. And then in they it. put barbed wire in the no man's land, and then they built up a wall, and then they cha- took down that wall and built a new wall. The Berlin Wall was really a very effective wall. Yeah, because the way it had was so built, many gunmen. Well, not not it. even that. The the way that it was built, um, it was well, it's about sixteen feet high. Yeah. So you really, even if someone boosted you, it's really hard to grab the top. And on the top, they put these uh kind of rounded pieces of metal so that you don't have a grip mm-hmm. so you can't pull yourself up and over and uh even worse is that they they actually have the bottom of it kind of kick out oh like what a, a dick like, that's like, the worst curve one. yeah so you can't even get wow like no foot right right next to it to be like be able to f- get some footing and toss a person up you have to be like a couple feet back and toss a person forward i really know? hope that trump isn't listening to this podcast he's i know like, he's, he's like, like that's he's like, like, like taking notes oh, yeah that's a, that's a he's like, wait wait Rounded top with metal, okay. The, the boosted on the bottom, oh, this is good. This sounds like a good wall. <laughs> uh, walls don't work, though. Not really, no. Uh, because the people that, the reason why they built the wall is because a million Berliners went from west side to the east side in like one year. And uh, Stalin or whoever was uh, in, in charge of the USSR at the time, they are like, they can't be having this. What, these people going over there enjoying their freedom and money? No, they gotta stand in line with the with the with the slop and go to the gulags and all this other garbage. 
Yeah. So um, what they would do is go to the lighter, uh, what that was known as the um the Iron Curtain, like the uh, like seventeen countries between east and west. Yeah, and it's they where we couldn't to, get the communication through because it's yeah. all USSR. Yeah. So they would go down like south. I forget which country though, like Romania or whatever, and uh, where it's a lot more lax. And they would just fly. <laughs> they would just fly into uh, Germany or Berlin, and they'd be like. Ah, now we're over across the wall. It took us like a little bit longer, but wall didn't really work. <laughs> not when we have planes. No, not really. Um, I don't know. We have a bunch of misconceptions. Um, what's your favorite? What do you want to hear, Dean? Like, I, I know you're interested. You brought the books. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think one of my favorite ones in this entire book is about lemmings. Right. That the lemmings is a uh, misconception. Oh yeah. Perpetrated by Disney. That it is Disney Corporation because lemmings were. Were known to herd so much that the well, cliffs so, wouldn't even stop them, and they would just jump over the cliffs because they're so stupid. No, nah, so the idea was that they all kind of follow the leader, yeah, and that they don't really think for themselves. And so, if one lemming jumps off a cliff, which they, supposedly they jumped off cliffs to like kill themselves at one yeah, point no, in their life, yeah, that's, that the whole pack would go at the same time. But it was actually from a Disney documentary. No, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was believed before that, and but they couldn't make them do it during the Disney documentary, so they forced them over. They pushed them over. Yeah. So they could get footage of it. And uh, it's horrific. <laughs> wow. Okay, here's you go. Oh, a, yeah? You found it? A secondary myth has evolved, which is that the whole idea of mass suicide was invented by the 1958 Walt Disney film White Wilderness. It's true that the film uh, was a complete fake. It was filmed in a, in a in landlocked, lemming-free Alberta, Canada. Ooh. The lemmings had to be bussed in from several hundred miles away Wait, in bus? Manitoba. <laughs> I like the word bust. Like they yeah, put, they like... Like a little lemming bus? Yeah, they just caught a bunch of them, tossed them on a bus, <laughs> and had one very angry bus driver. Like, God damn it! He's like, shut up, sit down! So the shots of their quote-unquote migration uh, mm. were made using a few lemmings on a snow-covered turntable. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, they have like a giant turntable, and they just put snow all over it, and have them like walking this way. And then Canada has that, that kind of technology in 1958. Jesus, yeah, it's literally like a giant lazy Susan. That's the easiest Listen, thing to make. No, it's really. Have you ever tried building this thing? Yeah. Oh, it's not hard. Took me like two years. <laughs> Ouch. So uh, the notorious final scene where the lemmings plunge into the sea to the doom laden voiceover of Winston Hilber saying. This is the last chance to turn back, yet over they go, casting themselves out boldly into space. Uh, was created by the filmmakers simply throwing lemons in, lemmings <laughs> into a river. It was pretty, pretty badass, pretty awesome. Yeah, but uh, Disney was only guilty of trying to recreate an already entrenched story. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it was a common myth up until modern yeah, times. Because even in a reference book, a children's reference book um, in 1908 called Children's Psychopedia, it even said for lemmings, they march straight forward over the hill and dell, through gardens, farms, villages, into wells and ponds to poison water and cause typhoid, on and on to the sea, then into the water to destruction. It is sad and terrible, uh, but if the dismal exodus did not occur, lemmings would long ago have eaten Europe bare. Okay. Basically, this is, this is odd. This is like, that was from an encyclopedia? That was from an encyclopedia for children. That, that rhymed. Yes, yeah, for children. How else do you keep a child interested? Literally, have you ever read an encyclopedia before? Like they don't rhyme. Like I had a kid encyclopedia when I was a kid. Like it didn't rhyme. It was just like, this is what the lemmings are. They're bare bones animals. I think you had like a regular encyclopedia that your mom put like some tape on it. Was like kids version. (laughs) 
could have, could have, easily could have been, yeah. And she's like, Miriam Webster, your best friends. Yeah, I don't know why the why the Bible had so many pornographic images on. I think that was just like a porno. That was probably just a porno, yeah. That's crazy, huh? Like, what was? Are you done with the lemmings? Yeah, no, I mean that's that's all there is on the lemmings because they're they're really not uh, important. What? They're dying. Yeah, so are all of the bugs in the world. No, I can't wait till that misconceptions on this book. Yeah. Hopefully. You'll have to wait for the 2026 version. Hopefully it will be. It'll be, be. an e-book. <laughs> uh, uh, Jesus. This is a fun one. Uh, where where do kilts, bagpipes, haggis, porridge, whiskey, and tartan come from? It's probably something stupid like well, they're India all, or something. Well, they're all known from Scotland, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like it's probably India or something. Something completely out of the blue that you would never even guess. Well, we'll, we'll find out. Okay. Uh, it's actually, in fact, not even Scotland is Scottish. What the Scotland fuck? is named after the Scotty, a Celtic tribe from Ireland. I thought you were going to say Star Trek. No. Who, uh, <laughs> who arrived in what the Romans and uh, called Caledonia in the 5th or 6th century AD. By the 11th century, they dominated the whole mainland of Scotland. Scots Gaelic is actually a de- uh, derivative of ancient Irish. So oh. the Irish created Scotland. I always thought so. They and always then, uh, seemed like they were one and the same. The kilts. Kilts were also invented by the Irish. Um, now, where is Scotland? Scotland? Yeah, I have no clue. It's north of... England? England. Now, where's Ireland? Uh, to the, like, that little island to the left. Okay, so the, the west of yeah. England. Yeah, okay. no, it's, it's uh, east. No, west. No, it's closer to the sea than the mainland. So it'd be the, this, the east. The large island is this England, right? Yeah. And then this little one to the left. Uh huh. Oh, it, it would be. It would be to the west. Yeah, I always get east and west confused myself. Yeah, when I'm trying to pinpoint something on a map, when I'm not even looking at the map. Well, because Americans left to right. It's always left, right, left, right. And you think east, west. You always think left, right. Yeah. And it's. Um. Yeah. Actually, the word kilt is Danish. <laughs> See, that's what cultural appropriate. This is the main fucking issue here. Like. Every oh. culture is just like you want to talk about some goddamn cultural appropriation. Oh god, what's going on now? <laughs> you know uh, the hairstyle dreads. <gasps> uh oh, some truth. They're from Iceland. False. Falkland. Wait, false. Yeah, false. Oh no, the the dread, like dreaded hair. Yeah, which people nowadays will yell at anyone who's not black for having dreads. Yeah. Barely part of hell. It's not even part of African culture. It's a Jamaican part. Is it from the Rastafarians? Yeah. Uh, but they co-opted it from Indians and everyone in the Middle East. The, the dread is the original hairstyle because it's literally just letting your hair go without washing it. Yeah, it's pretty dirty, pretty grimy. Samson in the Bible. Yeah. Samson had seven locks. He had seven big dreads. So Middle East. Yeah, and so the Middle East and in India. I mean, the uh, the thought was that when your hair was dreaded, you were actually uh, able to kind of keep your mind in your head, if that makes sense. Yeah, I've heard uh, there's a comedian. He's like 80 years old. He's fucking crazy. And uh, he'll go and like rants like, black men shouldn't shave their head. It's uh, the thing that stops the sun from getting in your brain or something. He's like... Yeah, people have a lot of ideas of like... it's. That's where your chi is held, and uh, like for Indian, and that's why uh, shamans will grow out dreads for like their entire life until they have like nine foot dreads. Um, that's pretty dope. But so, like, for everyone listening, is, Dean has dreads right now. It's a hairstyle that 
is culturally appropriated by every single culture because every culture invented it. No, the it's concept like of saying cultural that, appropriation is, is stupid. And it's oh, it's like, the dumbest thing in the world. Like we're all we're all we people. live we we live in a world where I can go online, friend a random person in fucking Russia or South Korea or Iran or anywhere. You know, yeah. we have a global community on the internet. That's why everyone's acting so crazy. But the thing is that you can't really appropriate from a culture when every culture is sharing everything. Yeah, especially in America. Yeah. Like, we're, we're literally a melting pot. I don't know why they're trying to segregate now with, it's all this just, is ours, that's not yours. Like it's one all time, just a crazy concept. Uh, this one girl yelled at me on, in, the, in public. Never met this woman in my life. I was on walking. Train? No, I was, I was actually on the street. Oh, good. Um, yeah, you, and you she, deserve to get yelled at, though. And she came up to me because she saw I was wearing my Kooji sweater. Yeah. And she was like, that is fucking terrible. I was like, well, it's a gorgeous sweater. Yeah, it's, she's pretty, like, it's a pretty cool sweater. I yeah. Have to admit. And she's like, well, that's, you're fucking culturally appropriating. I was like, how? And she was like, well, um, Biggie Smalls made that kind of, uh, made that sweater popular. Yeah. So it's part of the black lexicon and you can't be wearing it. And I was like, listen up, you fucking cunt. I was like, he may have popularized it, but forever Coogees have been handmade in Turek, which is a small suburb of Melbourne, Australia, which is the most Jewish suburb in all of Australia. And it was literally handmade by the Jews since it fucking started. I was like, and as a Jew, I'm reclaiming my fucking culture. And she was like, well, uh, yeah, uh, fuck you. And ran away. I was like, okay, it's called logic. Yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna have to act like Jossie right now. I don't know if that one was true. I wish it was. I need to see the video. There wanna, was no video. I don't want to call the police. I need a police report. That's the thing. You, know, it's, you hired her. She's from Nigeria. I wish. I wish. Um, <laughs> Crazy stuff. Yeah. Just for wearing a stupid shirt. Well, it's yeah. a cool sweater. It's for wearing a sweater that she's like. A piece that's of black people's clothing. I was like, I feel like this what? is getting too NPR though. Why are we? Uh, this is NPR. Oh, am I You're, talking too soft? You're on. You're on the radio. <laughs> now, uh, here's a good one for you. Where do you think right. uh, chicken tiki masala is from? Well, that's masala. That's Indian. Chicken masala. Chicken tiki masala. Chicken tiki. I'll say India. India. Well, you'd be wrong. Damn. There are two places that have uh, chicken claimed to have invented it. Oh my god. See, this is where it gets a little muggy. Well, because huh? that's the thing is that they both claimed it around the same year. You. Blimey, motherfucker! Who's the first one to admit that they claimed it? And the uh, second one is where, like, oh yeah, we totally invented that that year. Well, one one guy in uh, Glasgow, which I is know. in Scotland. Oh, and yeah. um, also a guy like a restaurant owner just north of London in the same year uh, created it. It's actually the national food of England. Okay, because you have to remember that England owned India at yeah, this point. I, yeah, I know. Rather than yeah. what they do now. Um, what do they do? Now? Well, now they just kind of oversee. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is... It was back when they, they straight up owned India. Yeah, I know. And uh, they you know, they had all these new spices, and they created tiki masala with chicken mm-hmm. because there was a lot of chicken available. And uh, tiki masala actually... <laughs> it literally just... It, there was no standard recipe. It was... Uh, tiki masala was um, added... Like the word masala just means a mixture of spices. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant because chicken tiki yeah. is like a very traditional dish from Bangladesh. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, but when they brought it up to England, they were like, 
what should we call it? And they're like, I don't know. Let's go with something kind of Indian. All right. Chicken tiki, Chicken tiki masala. Yeah, sounds pretty pretty out there. And you're like, yeah, sure. Isn't marsala <laughs> from like Italy though? No, it's a masala. Oh, I don't know. Like India or England in saying that they invented anything, I always take with a grain of salt because they literally went to every country, pillaged and brought the spices like curry and tea and everything that nothing existed in England. No, like they don't have anything that's their own, except for maybe chicken. I don't even know if they. Hell, got you chicken. know that, you know that potatoes, yeah, like never grew in in England or Ireland until it was brought over. Yeah, from where? Where the where the potatoes come from? Africa? Who even knows? America. Oh, potatoes are from America. Yeah, America. They we, didn't have potatoes before America. No, they That's literally crazy. America before we started like growing different crops that were actually popular in in England, like yeah. wheat and barley and corn and things with like long stalks that you need to have like a place to cultivate it. Mm-hmm. The only like America was full of tobacco and. Uh, potatoes like, well we had a lot of cherry trees we had a lot of apple trees um and past that we only had like gourds and things that grew from the ground like uh pumpkins gourds yeah. squash uh and potatoes interesting stuff and then we spread that throughout the world <laughs> good i mean you know why the carrot is orange right now there's a uh, gmo that no one talks about See, most a genetically modified organism that m- nobody fucking thinks about. Most vegetables are GMOs. Like, oh, of course. Like when you see a banana, like if you look back even a thousand years at a banana, you're like, that's a banana. Like it looks yeah. more like a plantain. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, because we genetically modified it. Over and we thousands of years. And we cultivate and we. Yeah. But so, actually, there was it was at one specific point that carrots started being made orange. They were Why? originally purple, and then uh, okay. there was a specific food scientist who, as a gift to the new king of Holland, <laughs> created orange carrots because Holland is, as their national color is orange. Because there's like a Duke of Orange, right, or something? There's something with it. I don't or remember Duke exactly as to why. Oh, the Duke of Sandwich is... Or something? I don't believe he's from Holland. No, I think he's from England or something. That's what I thought. I know that he landed, that he came over to America, though. Now, the concept of a sandwich because, is actually interesting because, like, I, I think well, no you know one knows was, how the sandwich was invented or something. It was by the Duke of Sandwich. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Sorry, the Earl of Sandwich. And, the Earl of Sandwich. And he yeah. actually, uh, when he came over to America, he founded a town yeah. in Connecticut. Called Hamburg. Called Sandwich, Connecticut. Oh, yummy. What kind of sandwich? What's your favorite? What's your favorite sandwich? My favorite sandwich? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, what gets you going? What, what, what between two pieces of bread really gets Dean Maldonado? I really like some uh, roasted ham and Swiss. Oh, with with a nice uh, mix of mustards on there. Yeah, Gruyere with uh, with a little bit of, um, don't even know. Whatever. <laughs> What's the next one? Oh yeah, um, sure. I guess uh, I don't know. We 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 always have you know those those easy ones which are all Churchillisms, like uh, who originally said let them eat cake. It wasn't. Um, it was not Marie Antoinette. No, it was a different. Or Marie Antoinette was lived like a hundred years after the uh, the French Revolution. Whoever said it, it was a hundred years after the Revolution, or a hundred well, years before. I, I, well, that and also, I mean, Marie Antoinette never even said "let them eat cake." Yeah, she never said that. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, interestingly, she was um, too worried about getting her head chopped off. <laughs> it was uh, supposedly cre- the the initial person who coined that phrase 
was a wandering Austrian pastry chef. Who, oh. uh, he set up he set up a, a Danish pastry shop after spending some time in, in Denmark uh, out in Vienna. Okay, all right. And he was the one who invented the phrase, let them eat cake, as like a slogan for his place, which is fucking funny. And not sure how it made its way into the French Revolution. Like, No, I mean- That well, doesn't even make any sense. It's because uh, <laughs> says the first problem uh, with Marie Antoinette in 1789, the French Revolution saying, let them eat cake, the first problem is that there wasn't cake. Uh, it was brioche, mm. oh, which was the, said, yeah, you know, the brioche, original yeah. French brioche. Uh, and according to Alan Davidson's Oxford Companion to Food, 18th century brioche was only lightly enriched uh, by modest quantities of butter and eggs, but not very far removed from a good white loaf of bread. Oh. So the remark might have been an attempt at kindness. Uh, and the initial remark that was actually recorded was, if they want bread, give them some of the good stuff. Mm. But like I mean, I've been to I've been I've been to Versailles in, yeah. in Paris. Yeah. Holy shit! If I were the citizens of France, I would revolt against that. Yeah. You look up this road, and there's a mansion. I mean, bigger than anything I've ever seen. And I've been to about thirty of the different presidents of our nation's homes. Okay. All right. And this place is fucking massive. The backyard is huge. Like you literally need a golf cart to go around the whole thing in one Jeez. day. Yeah. Um, and on the front. He had gold-plated bars. He had a whole golden fence. Okay. Could you imagine yeah, being no. being a being a father? Your your wife is sick in the gutter Ugh. with the rest of your eight children that you can't feed. These You've all fuckers. been hungry for weeks, and Whoa. you look up the street and see some guy with fucking gold with a gold fence around his mansion. Yeah, let's cut his head off. Let's fucking do it. Take yeah. his money. Yeah, what's he doing? Actually, if you go to Paris, you'll notice that the uh, they slow the guillotines up. Not only are the streets very wide, oh. uh, but yeah. the sidewalks are actually about as wide as like American roads. Oh, yeah, they're they're really wide, and Jesus. What, that's actually because of um, one of the Louis. He actually Louis C.K. Probably okay. They um, Need after the French Revolution, they um expanded yeah. the streets. Okay. They widened all the streets. Just in case so, they gotta run out. Well no, it's so that the uh so the public couldn't barricade the streets when they when the next time they wanted to have a revolution. That's, they made it so wide that they just couldn't barricade it. That's a that's a solution. Yeah. Just like build the doors bigger mm-hmm. so they can't fucking barge. <laughs> uh why fix the problem when you could just make things tougher next time? Slightly tougher. Because they still you can still do it. You definitely can. Yeah. You definitely definitely can. Um. <clears throat> oh, how about uh Charles Darwin? Uh, pothead. Probably. What, what was going on? Uh, this isn't even in my book. This is just one of my favorite uh, misconceptions about Charles Darwin. He um, everyone was like, oh, you know, he was a great scientist. You yeah. know, he really loved to kind of get his hands dirty and go around the world and try and find these new animals and write about them and discover them and chart them and understand how they evolved. Makes sense. Not at all. This what? motherfucker was on a worldwide tour. He was on a worldwide tasting tour. Oh. And they were just eating all of the animals they would find. <laughs> That's how he would draw out such specific like dissections of them yes. and the makeups of them is because they were eating them. He yeah, was effectively writing a cookbook. <laughs> you know the uh, the Galapagos turtles? Yeah. The tortoises that he, he so famously found and Love saw how they soup. Yeah. saw how they evolved on the different islands mm-hmm. based off their food. They he and his crew 
they killed and ate about 86% of the population of those tortoises. Well, that's what you do. While they were there. Like, have you and now we're like, the... they're, they're endangered. We got to protect them. It's like, yeah, the fucking guy who found them ate all of them. Well, did you not read the book? It's Survival of the Fittest. You got you to gotta eat them. I guess so. We're the fittest. We got to eat We got to eat them. Yeah, we're very fit, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, well, it's almost like a, a meta joke on the whole thing, right? Like, uh, like, uh, like that one Twilight Zone episode. They're like, uh, wait, what's the hell? What the hell's the book? What's uh, Charles Darwin, uh, the, the book? The Origin of Species? Yeah. Origin of species, and like an alien comes down, and it's like, it's a cookbook, it's a cookbook, kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is rather interesting. Ooh. Um, how many moons does the Earth have? Just the one. Nope. We have at least seven moons. That's interesting. I, I just know about the one. What happened? Where's now, the other six? Now, certainly, you know what we call the moon, or as astronomers call it, Luna, is Luna moon. the only celestial body uh, to observe a strict orbit around the Earth. But there are now six other, quote, near-Earth asteroids, or NEAs, uh, that do follow the Earth around the sun, despite being invisible to the naked eye. Um, so, yeah, we've actually found about six more tiny moons. But where are, are they? You just can't see them from Earth with your naked eye. If you were to look up with, you know... Uh, with actually one of the massive telescopes we have, yeah. I'm sure you can see them in great quality. That's but, crazy. Um, they're 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 kind of in between because they're not really an asteroid, but they're not really a moon. Man, I hate these flip flopping moons, astral yeah, bodies. Like either you're a moon or you're not, dude. Like I hate when people are like that. Like I don't know where we are in this relationship. I'm just like, <laughs> tell are me. you a moon or not, man? Tell me, man. Um. Uh, oh, here's here's a good one. Ooh. Now, uh, <laughs> oh God, sorry, I had one. And I just kept flipping. No, oh. now, um, let's see. I don't know. We we can go with maybe one, if not two more. Or do you want me to switch over to the historical ones? Nah, it's all good. This is fun. Okay. Uh, what African mammal kills more humans than any other? Well, we all know that one. Then give me the answer. Th- the man. Nope. Oh, it's a hippo. No, that I it is. Oh. That's yeah. crazy. It's a hippo. Hippos kill the fuck out of humans all the time. That's awesome. And you know, actually, uh <laughs> I was reading that uh oh, what's his name? Who's the who's the big drug lord that we just got? El Chapo? Yeah, El Chapo, yeah. He um He put a bunch of hippos. Yeah, he his had hippos are on sale or something, right? Well he had he had like a personal collection of hippos in his compound. Yeah. And I was reading reports saying that actually the uh because they're such an invasive species, because they're not from yeah, Latin really America. Fuck up Mexico. Well, well, that and also they are exploding in population. Oh, because yeah. there's no one there to stop them from like constantly reproducing. Yeah, and there's no v- actual threats to them. So El Chapo's uh, hippos are just breeding like rabbits. Someone's got to stop these hippos. I know that's that's really what we need the wall for. Yeah. <laughs> Because hippos can't climb. Yeah, they can't climb, but they can swim though. That they can. Got to build a net. We do. We need like a little bit of a wall inside of the river. Water wall. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> crocodiles though. Uh oh. They about can climb. They can climb trees. No, they can't. Yeah, they what can. Crocodiles. Uh, all. Saltwater crocodiles. Those yeah. are like twenty feet long. Yeah. They have enough strength. Is that in the book? Yeah. I don't think it's in the. It book. was at the very beginning. Um. Oh, here's a, here's a good one for you. I, okay. I remember, I knew this for a long time. Uh, where do most of the tigers in the world live? 
India. False. Where? Texas. Right. That's because we've murdered them to the point of that they don't exist anymore. So a century ago, there were about 40,000 tigers in India. Yeah. Now there's somewhere between 3,000 and 4,700. If that. This is an old book. Yeah, I know. That was in 2006. Uh, in, in 2006, uh, scientists estimated there was only between 5,100 and 7,500 wild tigers left on the planet. Nice. On the other hand, there's thought to be about 4,000 tigers living in captivity in Texas alone. That's pretty cool. And then when you add up all of the uh, American zoos and aquariums, uh, it's up to about 12,000 tigers in America. That's crazy. And, we should uh, release them. Mike Tyson personally owns four. Well, he, he did in 2006. Yeah, no, I think a couple have died. Yeah, or he, he just beat him to him death like <laughs> Mike Vick. Honestly, yeah, I, don't be think, funny. I don't think people would be very upset about that. Not I think, as much I think as they, they would be furious. Not you as saw much what as they, they did were. That dentist. But come on, they hated that dentist. I mean, he Michael, shot one. Yeah, but like, okay, Mike, Mike Legally. Vick, right? Yeah, Mike Vick was arrested for uh, not only running dog fighting rings, yeah, but it was noted that he would that he would offer and always personally go into the ring and beat the last dog to death with his hands. Wow, that's um, crazy. He plays basketball, right? Uh, one of those ones with the leather ball. I think it's football. Oh, he plays football? Yeah, actually, he's one of the... Um, not a boxer, though. Not no, he got really kicked out of that uh, NFL pretty quick Ooh. after that whole thing. That's a lot, a lot, took him a lot longer time to kick him out for, you know, killing dogs with his bare hands than they did for Kaepernick kneeling, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Well, they gave him $80 million yeah, no. today. Or did they? They settled out of court or something. Oh, I thought he settled a while ago. No, well, he, they sued him a while ago, but now they finally settled, or this week it finally settled. Oh, uh, okay. $80 million. I'll take a knee for that. Yeah. <laughs> give, Here, me, give me 80 million. I'll take a knee. Here's a phone one for you. Yeah, tell me. What is three times as dangerous as war? Woman. False. Now, this is actually a bigger killer oh, than typhoid. alcohol, uh, drugs, or war. TB, yeah. And around 2 million people die every year from this, as okay. opposed to a mere 650,000. Which are who are killed in wars per year? Okay, you want to guess what it is? I already said tuberculosis. It's work. Work. <laughs> yep. About two million people die every year from work-related accidents or diseases. Disease. What? what now, dis- worldwide, the most dangerous jobs are in agriculture, mining, and construction. But according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, in the year two thousand, five thousand nine hundred and fifteen people died at work, including those who had heart attacks at their desk. Oh, that doesn't count. Lumberjacks have the most dangerous job with 122 deaths per 100,000 employed. Yeah, that's true. The second most dangerous job was the deadliest catch of fishing. Oh, fishing? Mm-hmm. Fish on. And the third is airplane pilots with Very. a death rate of 101 per 100,000. Sean, if you're listening, and I know you are, mm-hmm. uh, watch out. You're number three. Yeah, because you got to remember, nearly all of these pilots... They die in small plane crashes, not when they're on the big oh, passenger jets. Yeah, no, it's because small pat. Like if you, you should never get on a small plane. Like that's the most dangerous thing. It's like drive. It's like driving a car in the sky. Like, yeah, effectively. Yeah, like it's. You hear about this like every other week. Like small plane crash. Uh, eight died. <laughs> like oh god. Eight dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to know? Um, when when you think of like a Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Oh, I always think. And about there's Pirates uh, of the there's two ships battling Yar. in the middle of the sea. Yar matey. What do you think kills the most people 
uh, like in an 18th century sea battle? Definitely diseases. Uh, nope. Yeah, well, they're not counting that then. It's actually fun because when, when you think about it, this is still used in like Hollywood. Condoms. For like a cinematic effect, but in reality, it killed the fuck out of people. Oh, cannons going backwards? Splinters. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yep. When cannonballs get fired and they didn't explode. Um, yeah. Do they, cannonballs explode? No. I was thought that they're just big metal balls. They are. And oh, actually, okay. they're really not that big. Most, well, of them, most of them are about this big. That's still pretty big. I it's wouldn't about the want size that, of a shot put. I wouldn't want that coming towards me. Oh, of course at not. At any speed. Of course not. Even if it was like rolling downhill, I don't <laughs> want it coming towards me. But so uh, when, it, when a cannonball would shoot at a ship, it would nail the side of the ship and it would just like Splinter off like a shotgun. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, the... Uh, it would make these huge splinters of wood fly around the decks at high speed, and it would just lacerate anyone <laughs> oh, in range. Man. That's awesome. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, what does this have to do with Pirates of the Caribbean, though? Well, I mean, I was just trying to get you to thinking about piratey, know, piratey ship battles it, in the 18th century. Here's here's a fun one for you. Giant squids. You know, um, you know Blackbeard. Whoa. Real guy. Okay. All right. <laughs> he was a real guy. Yeah. Lavender beard smelled really good all the time. No, he. Smelled fucking terrible. No, come on. Like, like when you think of pirates, you think like when, suave, sophisticated. When Blackbeard, good. So Blackbeard was a. He was really, for his time. I mean, he was a fucking myth of a man. Yeah, he was. He was a myth. Yeah. Well, he was a real guy. He and he really they believed a, that he was an amalgamy of like he, seven other pirates. No. Yeah. Not Blackbeard. Blackbeard. Have you seen is, the picture of him? He's got like smoke coming out of the ears. That's not. That's not so, a normal thing. So you know what he would do? That's actually part of his. That's part of his shtick. Yeah, he would. Well, because he, he was to be a demon, right? Or yeah, he was. He was like six four or six six at a time when the average height was like five seven. Boy, I wish I lived back then. I know you I'd would fit be, in. I'd be like, nah, I'm normal, normal height. Yeah, You're like I'm average height for a average man. Average height. Hell, I'm a little bit tall. Yeah, I don't know why I would talk like that. But so, because it's back then. Well, um, I'd, I'd still talk how I talk now. I doubt it. They'd be like, you'd be like, yeah, see. <laughs> We yeah, gotta, we gotta get the rum in the barrel. Yeah. See, so yeah. watch out for yeah. those splinters, kid. Hey, watch out for those coppers. <laughs> Here they come. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo. East Indian Company, more like East. Run away. <laughs> more like see you later, company. <laughs> um, but so Blackbeard, he was he was much taller than most men, um, and he was a lot stronger. Yeah. Because of his height and build. Died and at so, a really young age. No, he died very old. He. Uh, is this in the book? No, this is my own common knowledge of Blackbeard. He's my favorite pirate of all time. Because he was a badass. Okay. He would swing onto the other ships. He would go before any of his crew. Yeah. Um, and so you said about the smoke coming out of his ears. Yeah. He would not only, he would braid his beard. Right. And use uh, pieces of the flags of the enemies that he's killed to oh. tie off the, the braids. Oh, man. That's he would then scary. light the ends of those braids on fire. So, so he'd shoot be, his gun. So it would be smoking from under his face. Yeah. And he would put a lit candle under his hat. So that it would look like the smoke was just coming out of his head, and he would look demonic. Yeah, it looks it sounds like a lot of uh, a lot of hullabaloo. Not only that, but he had a bandolier on his body with twelve flintlock pistols, all primed, ready to shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now most people at that time physically could probably only carry at max like five of those on their body without being fully weighed down. Yeah, he had twelve. Yeah, so he was weighed down. He's also got this fight, his candle on his head. And I he had a sword. Smoke in your face? That was fucking massive. I mean, right. it was a cutlass, but it was like a thick, meaty cutlass with no curve to it. Oh. And he could literally just chop a dude in half. That's crazy. Um, so he was very feared on the seas. And at one point, the British 
uh, put out a letter, yeah. like, a, like a note yeah. to all of their guys at sea. And they said, okay, fuck this shit. Piracy is illegal. Yeah. yeah. And so company, yeah. Um, now what they did is they went to the most notable pirates, so people like Blackbeard, right? Mm-hmm. And they would offer them a position of authority. And so Blackbeard actually became the mayor of a town of South Carolina. Of course. Because they were already the most feared. They figured put them there as the figureheads and we can control them and then they can control the populace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Blackbeard was like, all right, you're going to you know, forgive all of my crimes and just let me run this town? Fuck it. All right. Yeah. And they were like. Still had a candle under his hat though. Yeah, I know. He Weird, really liked that enough. stuff. He thought it did. He thought it helped him out in yeah. court. Also put um, a candle up his ass too, just in case. <laughs> But near the end of, uh, like closer to the end of his life, um, when he was getting a little bit out there and, and kind of mental, Blackbeard was like, fuck this land thing. Yeah. I'm done being a mayor. Yeah. He went right back to pirating. Oh, crazy thing. This was 1942. So and then, like, what? This is World War II, buddy. What's even more funny is they forgave all of his crimes the second time oh. and let him die as a mayor. This is how the English lost America. So he's buried in South Carolina. Even though if you go to the Bahamas, there is a very popular tourist trap where they bring you out to Blackbeard's Cove, Ooh. which has Blackbeard's grave. Ooh. It's just a fucking headstone. Oh. Yeah. So no, you he, said that the Caribbean is, people went to South Carolina, stole the headstone, and No, they made their back. own. They were like, I guess that makes Blackbeard, most feared pirate of the seven seas. And it's like, nah. This doesn't sound very Caribbean to me. I'm not going to do a Caribbean accent. <laughs> here, here, lies, here lies Blackbeard. Okay. Under the sea. The most Jamaican pirate to ever exist. Uh, pirate. Oh, this is a great one. Ooh. What is the number of the beast? Oh, it's 616, right, or something? You just read that out of my book, you asshole. I can't read. I know. So, uh, yeah, it is. It's 616. Because, come on, like 666 doesn't even fit on the, on the, on the clock. You need to know what time to masturbate to Satan every day. So, oh wait, uh, what time is it? <laughs> I missed. Way that. past Satan masturbation time. Um, yeah, for about two thousand years, six 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 has been the symbol of uh, the dreaded Antichrist, who will come about to uh, rule over the world. It's a good fairy tale, but let me let's tell you the truth here. Yeah, no, I mean six 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 was still an uh, a, an unlucky number. Oh. Um, but the number is from Revelation. It's the last and strangest book in the Bible. The quote is a uh, let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is the number of a man and his number is 603 score and 6 oh shit See, but that's confusing what's 3 it's score? a wrong number oh in 2005 a new translation of the earliest copy of the book of revelations clearly shows that it to be 616 not 666 <laughs> no that's awkward it was just a bad translation oh man imagine if it was like and this year Shit's gonna go fucking crazy, and it's like, all right, we translated it. It's 2012, and then like they're like, oh well, we translated it again. It's 2020, and everyone's like, oh my god, I thought we already got through it, and it didn't happen. What's gonna happen now? The craziest thing about that is uh, that in that the Book of Revelations, in, in the original, original, original text, uh, they counted all the way to the number. So it's like the number of the beast is one, two, two three, four. Five, like 10 pages later, 600, 601, 602, ended at 616. 616. 616, baby. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> oh, it's 316. 
616. <sighs> I just don't know anymore. Oh, uh, that's that's pretty interesting. Oh, um, oh, is this the final one? Yeah, this is going to be the final one. Oh, I hope everyone has been listening and enjoying themselves. We're, we're about to wrap this awesome fucking... I hope everyone feels educated. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you guys have any you know, uh, misconceptions or, you know, you, you have a very well-known fact that you want us to let you know if it is correct or not, uh, feel free to send us a message on our Facebook page. Uh, we check it every day. Nobody messages us. <laughs> I feel like my grandparents <laughs> just kind of sitting there waiting to die. I know you, you keep refreshing the SoundCloud page. Like I know. we only have one view. It's really one sad. Listen, and you just keep pressing refresh over and over. I, on the other hand, uh, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, Here's our last one, and it's one of my favorites okay. because it is uh, a very well-known controversial myth. Ooh. What did you learn growing up and to this day, what did you learn uh, George Washington's teeth were made from? Oh, yeah. Everyone always said it was wood. Mm-hmm. Most but, people always thought it was wood or but ivory, knowing, right? But knowing what we've known so far today... It's probably made out of hippopotamuses or something. Yeah, it actually was mostly hippo. Yeah, I thought so. Um, so Washington was a he was a martyr to his teeth. <laughs> According to John Adams, he lost them because he used them to crack Brazil nuts. Oh, what? Although modern historians suggest it was probably uh, the mercury oxide that he was given to treat the illnesses such as smallpox and malaria. That makes more sense. He lost his first tooth when he was twenty-two. Oh, same thing with me. Uh, and had only one left by the time he became president. Yeah, same thing with me. He had several sets of false teeth made. Uh, four of them were by a dentist named John Greenwood. Uh, and contrary to, to traditional wisdom, none of the sets were made of wood. What? Yep. The set made uh, when he became president was carved from hippopotamus and elephant ivory. Wait, really? Yeah, held together with gold <laughs> strings. That was a joke. Uh, the hippo ivory was used for the plate uh, into which the real human... Uh, teeth and also bits of horses and donkey teeth were inserted. Um, Jesus the Christ. The dental problems left Washington in constant discomfort, mm -hmm. uh, for which he took uh, laudanum, and this distress the, is uh, apparent in many of the portraits of him that they painted while he was in office, including the one that's still used on the $1 bill. Oh. You can like <laughs> see in his face how much pain he was in. Mm. Um, Just angry all the time. Yeah, uh, the awkward look of a man with a mouthful of hippopotamus teeth is thought to have been de deliberately exaggerated by the portraitist Gilbert Stewart, who did who didn't get on with the president very well. Oh, jeez. So they they think that he kind of almost like caricatured him. No, yeah, him I get that. More pissed. Yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. But yeah, no, it wasn't uh, in, until the invention of modern synthet synthetic materials, uh, the false tooth of choice was actually another human's tooth. Oh, that's. But they're really hard to come by. Yeah. Uh, in addition, they could fall out because they were rotten, or if the previous owner had syphilis. Ooh, that was always a problem. Yeah. Still so to this day. The, uh, the best source for decent false teeth were dead people. Yeah. Were dead young people. Oh, because I was going to say old people. Yeah. And the best place to find them was the battlefield. That's uh, why he started the Revolutionary War. So <laughs> one such was Waterloo, where 50,000 <laughs> men died in battle, and their teeth were plundered uh, wholesale for the denture market. Oh, I, I just thought you were going to say, like, Washington was just walking around, like, oh, this guy, no, that looks like my tooth. And just, like, no, actually, teeth. after Waterloo for, for a good amount of years dentures were known as waterloo teeth so you learn something new every day yeah and so here's the uh the real fun thing about uh oh this wasn't fun enough no <laughs> so uh maybe that's what like, just so you know besides donkey and horse teeth yeah uh and the uh hippo ivory and the rhino ivory yeah uh because at that time i mean george washington was going through about 
Most of the founding fathers, they were drinking about a barrel of bourbon a day. Yeah, that seems about right. I do that now. I mean, a, a barrel, like a fucking yeah. wooden barrel. Yeah, no. I, and it's because it was the only clean source of liquid yeah. for them to drink. But so he was disgusting. just, he would go through teeth in days because oh, it would just rot him out. And he actually had a good amount of dentures made uh, from the teeth of the slaves that he owned. Oh, that's very nice. That, yeah. That's the fun fact? That's, that's the fun cool. fact. You know, uh, once they were done farming his hemp, he, uh, you know, pulled him inside and pulled out some teeth. Yeah. And he was like, thank you. Now get me some, now get me my barrel of whiskey. Now get me my Brazil nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't think no, they're called sad. Brazil nuts because uh, Brazil wasn't even a country yet, was it? We didn't uh, even find it yet. It's always been called Brazil nuts. Oh. Yeah. Even when they're in Europe? Yeah. That's crazy. Wow, this is crazy. Yeah. Now, I was, you, you ever heard about ghosts on the battlefield? Like, like um, revolutionary or civil war ghosts? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where they still haunt the battlefield yeah, so they still died. Haunting. I bet they're looking for their teeth. Like, mm-hmm. somebody stole my teeth. Well, now the real fun. Um, now the real fun fact. No, not even fun fact about war, about like the, the ghosts of war. War. War never changes. <laughs> um, one, of my, one of my favorite uh, war mongers nah. of all time was actually. Genghis the, Khan. Yeah. Never lost the battle. Nope. He also was the man who created the societies that we know today. He was such a strict ruler, and yeah. actually when he would invade places, he would set up democracy, actual governmental systems. Sounds like the Germans. <laughs> and, um, and he was, I mean, he was tough. Yeah. Uh, if he ever found any of his uh, soldiers or generals, like, kind of abusing their power, yeah. he would make a public display of them. And abuse his own power, abusing their power. Well, so there was, um, there was this one general who he, he found was, like, Basically being a warlord over yeah, the city. General Sao, yeah, I've had his chicken. Yeah, yeah, great chicken. Um, I don't want to get off topic, but so, I mean, actually, uh, Geng- uh, Genghis Khan, he went to that general yeah. and brought him to the public square yes, and uh, cut off his eyelids so he couldn't close his eyes oh. and then just dismembered him piece by piece with the entire town watching. Then, um, uh, then he had a bite of him with some sauce on it. And some he's rice. not Hannibal Lecter. And he's like, that's good chicken. You know uh, what's what's hilarious about General Tso's chicken? Oh, uh, General Tso was a real Chinese general. I know you do, and just he was about really him. from a province of China that is known for two things: there's their red pepper yeah. and chicken. Oh, which if you look at the dish, General Tso's chicken, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. However, none of it's based on General Tso. What? No. Are you fucking kidding me? No, it's the same way. How about f- is orange chicken not based off of orange? No, it's literally called that because it's the color, and they put a slice of orange in it. However, oh, um, you got to think about Chinese food, right? Yeah. Chinese food Terrible. is not Chinese, No, it's especially American. in America. Yeah. It, like it's, chop suey. Are you saying that chop suey is an American? It's the most American. What? It was literally it's... the dish that allowed Chinese food to spread throughout America because all it was was them using American ingredients yeah. and Asian flavors and just doing a stir fry. Okay. And white people in America loved it. Oh, I love it. And so it allowed the Chinese to move out of the San Francisco area to evade persecution. And so they actually filtered through the, the nation, um, creating Chinese restaurants, which yeah. is them using the sauces and stylings of, t- of cooking that they know from their past with the American ingredients. And so General Tso's chicken was invented some point along the line in America the yeah. same way the fortune cookies were. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And that's why Asians built the railroads. They actually, uh, no, it was way after that. 
but <laughs> it was because they built the railroads. <laughs> and that's actually why um, whenever you go to any kind of small town, you'll see a Chinese food place that you know to be a Chinese food place because they even named themselves and set up the inside of it to make you feel like it's a Chinese food place and not just American food in a Chinese setting. Right. So they would name themselves Golden Dragon and Happy yeah. Buddha and Red Dragon Buffet. Best and, Chinese number one. And when you walk in, it's going to be, you know, the red velvet lining and the dragon accents and stuff like that. It makes it feel what we as Americans would consider oriental. Yeah. Like and the so you wouldn't even notice that you're eating American food. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a great documentary on it. Um, it used to be on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. It's called In Search of General Tso. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that they take them off. I'm like, yeah. why? I'm Don't you guys ju- have un- an unlimited so- storage capacity? No, it's the the licensing and the rights and everything. They lose, yeah, but they lose for, the rights. Uh, for, for a documentary like that? Listen, that's probably it's a, 10 it's all, bucks. It's all bundled together. It's probably 10 bucks. They buy them in bundles. Oh. It's like, you it's like get, my cable package. Yeah, exactly. Everything's a fucking package. And, and the, that's where the internet's going. We need to free the internet. Hashtag free the internet. Hack the planet. This is an interesting episode. I yeah, hope, man. Hope everybody feels more well informed. I know I am. Yeah. I can just guess everything's just a hippo. That's uh, yeah, more or less, honestly. Yeah, like, what is this? It's probably a hippo. Probably some hippo in there. Yeah. Hmm. Like, why the lemmings jump up? It's a hippo. Hippos chase him. Yeah. Like, Walt yeah, Disney hippos, was just riding a hippo. Hippos can run like 35 or 45 miles an hour, they can swim at like 25 miles an hour. Yeah. They're like fucking tanks. Could you we, sh- imagine? we should be riding hippos. Why are we riding horses? I don't know. Could you imagine what would happen if, like, the emus from 1932 Australia met a pack of hippos? Who would win that fight? Mm, that's, I mean, now, those, that's a war I want Because those emus would not even go down to a fucking LMG straight up firing a thousand rounds into them. So right. I wonder what a hippo could do. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. Would it be a one-on-one fight? Like, would it be oh, 10,000 hippos? It'd, yeah. be, it'd be like 6,000 emus versus, like, 400 hippos. See, that's that's an interesting fight. Because yeah, if it was one-to-one, one, the hippos would just stomp them. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well, I don't know, actually, because the, the emu can run faster. And it does have a lot better of an attack style. True. Because it keeps him at bay by kicking with his feet, and then when you get too close, it uses its beak. Yeah, but it's just armor. But a hippo can only kind of, like, hit you well, until it, it gets has close enough, giant mouth and then it will and yeah, eat you. Eat it like General Sow chicken. Mm-mm, um, mm-mm. But, yeah, it has, like, thick armor, though. Like, so it would be really interesting. Yeah, it would be. Like, uh, we should we should put this together. Yeah, let's uh, pull a Disney. <laughs> There's that one um, Asian fucking channel or something. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's always, like, an Asian show that would do, like, really fucked up things, like a gorilla versus a bear or something. I swear that I saw real footage, but it may may not be. I don't know. For the longest time, um, we actually had a thing called bear baiting. Okay. Now, bear baiting... Now this is hilarious. Yeah, it's to me. illegal. Yeah. Of course, it's illegal. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's where you extremely illegal. Yeah. It was. It was very popular in uh, the theater world yeah. because it was the pre-show entertainment. That basically, like, so you were in you know medieval London and you went to Shakespeare's The Globe Theater and you're standing on the on the dirt as all of the royalty sitting up on the platforms, you know. And what they do is they bring out a baby bear cub. Oh. And they uh, chain it to a post that's on the stage, and well, they bring cute. out two dogs yeah to fight the bear to the death it's called bear baiting well that sounds like fun and that's what they would watch and then they would kind of you know push the blood off the stage and remove the carcasses and they would start the show it's like all right everybody now that's over with let's start the and now something completely different (laughs) 
Uh, I feel like that's a good place to end it. Yeah, well, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope we didn't bore you, but I hope you learned a little bit. And uh, honestly, thanks for joining us. Yeah. And uh, stay educated, huh? Yeah. And go fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah.